This season leaves me feeling wrath. LIW The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. We're finally fucking here. Anyway, welcome to LIW The Walking Dead Review, episode 122, the last goddamn episode of the goddamn season 8. A16 Wrath of The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, that's right. Uh, we're, we're here. Uh, it's it. It's, it'll be over. I literally just finished episode 815, uh, uh, 121 of this fine program, the episode previous to this one, and I was like sitting around for a few minutes, and I'm like, oh, yes, eventually I got to get to this, and I'm like, you know what? The sooner I get done, sooner I get to it, the sooner it's done. The sooner I'm just done with this season. I've been putting it off for goddamn forever. When the fuck did this episode debut? When did it debut? It debuted, let's see here, uh, April 15th. It is July 31st right now when I'm recording this. It has been that goddamn long I've been putting this off. It'll be over soon, and then season season nine will begin very shortly after because I waited that long. Anyway, um, let's just let's just get through this shit. Let's just get through this shit and shit. Yeah, shit indeed it is. Um, it begins with Rick looking at uh, Judith, and then he looks at himself in the mirror again. That's a that's an ongoing theme of of Rick lately, he's staring at himself in the mirror like a real fucking uh, narcissist. He's just really into himself. He's going to start rubbing his nipples in front of the mirror and then like licking it like the serial killer from Silence of the Lambs, tucking it and dancing with, a, with a, like some silk on him. It's going to get real fucking weird. And then Sadiq walks in and he starts telling him how, uh, telling Rick how little Ricky died. And we, and uh, if, if you listen to or watch the episode previously, uh, it's the exact same story. Sadiq tells the exact same fucking story. So round two of this fucking story. And then Rick just walks the fuck away from him after the story because he basically is like, your son died honoring people he didn't even know. We're just talking about his own parents, Sadiq's parents. And, and then Rick just like, eh, deuces, see it, and walks away. And I was like, ah, that was exciting. That was, good. That was a good, good scene. Good, that, was, thank, that was fun. Thanks. And then a uh, little psycho kid is outside, and then he's just cured of his psychosis because of because. He, he just is. He just suddenly cured because he got trapped under some sticks, and then Carol rescued him, and he's just cured of his psychosis uh, because of plot, because of because. It's just, it, they wrote it that way, so that's the way it is. Apparently, uh, really pop that P, I apologize. Apparently, you could just, um, uh, this is what therapists should do. Whenever they realize someone might be an actual, uh, honest-to-God psychopath, just trap them in a swamp underneath some tree branches and then have some actors pretend to be zombies and but make them feel like they're real and then have someone walk up and, and pretend to kill the zombies and then carry the person away, carry their patient away. And then when they come back next time, they're just fine. They're just cured. That's all it takes. That's all it really takes, guys. I don't know if you knew that or not. It's all, it's all, all you need. Uh, that medicine and all that therapy is hooey. Just need some, uh, a couple scares, believe some, believe some sticks in a swamp. That's all you really need. Uh, can I move on now? <sighs> Morgan uh, freaks the fuck out on the on the little kid because he starts to, like see the see she shit see shit. Well, she Morgan sells she shells by the she shit. He freaks out and the little kid though almost kills him and then Carol sits there and watches him like I think she was gonna let him kill him if he did. She's like, huh? Maybe we should uh you know put you in a cell until later or 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 that's just it. Just put you in a cell. Maybe you just belong in a cell. Do you think that's something we could do for you, huh? Like, like that one guy did in that one episode that you, when you became attached to a guy, the guy from Fargo. Do you remember that? And then he died, 
and then you were a fucking huge pussifist for a while. You were a huge pussy, pacifist, and then for fucking ever. And then you weren't. Now you're psycho, and then, and then you were a pussy again, and now you're psycho. And then, and then Jesus has turned you back into a fucking pussy one more time. I can't fucking keep up with you, you goddamn yo-yo of a human being, Morgan. Fuck you. Fuck you. Get off this show and go to the other one and ruin that one. Oh, shit. That's, that's becoming a reality. Fuck. <sighs> so I can't even escape Morgan because once I finish this episode, I go into the Fear the Walking Dead 401. I have to talk about fucking Morgan again. I can't, I can't escape him. It's like they heard my pleas. But they heard... It's like AMC's listening to this, knew he was my least favorite character, knew I like Fear the Walking Dead better, and they're like, you know what? Fuck this guy. He keeps talking shit about our show. Let's just go ahead and... Let's shit on his show. And they just like threw him onto that show. And they're like, ah... Shit on a show. Have fun with that. Shit in a show sells she shells down by the seashore. Have fun with that shit. Sure. <sighs> put more put Morgan in his cell and just leave him there. Don't feed him. Just just forget about him for a while. Uh, Morgan and Rick talk about how how worse they are now. Like, like we're worse than we were before. This is this is how we've we're, we're so much worse. We're sacks of shit now. And uh, is it, and like is this is, is this how they're making up for how Morgan's been for the past three seasons by him being like self aware right here and saying he's a piece of shit? Is this how they're making up for it? Because it doesn't make any sense. You get you get the feeling that Morgan's gonna kill himself or leave, which we we know he's leaving. But like if you if you ignore the fact that you know he's on the other show at this point, it just feels like he's gonna kill himself or he's gonna die this episode. And I was like, oh, maybe he's gonna die. Maybe he's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or or they can write better for him. They can make him not what he is, but that would feel too forced and out of nowhere. There's kind of no going back from that. The only, the only way he could really change is if he goes on Fear the Walking Dead and becomes not a sack of shit. Anyway, um, they put Dwight in Daryl's old sweaty shit janitor costume, which is like the big sweatsuit, which is not helping my name confusion between these two guys because I constantly say the wrong name when I'm talking about Dwight and Daryl. Constantly say the wrong names. Uh, it's not helping me out here. Um, Although, if they see the outfit later, maybe it'll help Daryl out, is what my thought was, because Daryl's about ready to kill the guy, if you remember, and he's like, I'm going to kill him anyway. He's talking to Tara, and she's like, don't kill him. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill him. And then maybe seeing him in that shit costume that, that Daryl wore for a whole fucking season will, will convince him otherwise. Maybe maybe he'll give him some peanut butter, and he'll just eat out of it like a fucking ravenous dog, and and look just like uh, Daryl did. Do you remember that? When he ate fucking peanut butter? That was a plot point. Anyway, um, Eugene shows Negan the bullets, and then... He uh he shoots a like a hay bale with a t-shirt over it that says Rick, and that's a, that's as much effort as they put in that prop. And then Negan or Eugene's like talking. He's like, oh, we got the bullets on there. Put the punks in the charge." And I was like, "Punks in the charge? What? What? What the fuck does that mean?" And Negan's like, "We only use these if we need need them." And whatever the fuck you're talking about. And I'm like, I always love the fact that Negan only wants to kill people when he absolutely has to. Um, I don't remember who he's talking about here. I'm just reading my notes. And sometimes my notes lead me astray if I don't make it more specific. That's just what I got. That's what I'm stuck with. That's what you're stuck with listening. I'm sorry. That's doesn't make any sense to me either. Uh, that's, that's the note I wrote. He was talking about somebody he didn't want to kill. I don't know. He sends off some blue hair guy, some like punk dude who was a terrible fucking actor. And he's like, make sure you guys go out there and be there on time. I expect you to be there. And he's like, we won't let you down, sir. And he walk, he's like, goddamn right. And he walks away. He's like, fucking idiots. These are the guys going to set out in the trap that we find out. Um, fucking long hair guy asks Morgan. The, the long hair guy, meaning that, that uh, savior that Morgan killed by deadly holding in the last episode or two episodes ago, where the fuck that was. 
He's, so he's seeing his ghost, and he's like, yeah, I know you. You don't die, right? You should try it sometime. And he starts to walk away. And I'm like, Morgan doesn't die. He, he cannot be killed. He's the worst character, and he cannot die. And also, he's in Fear the Walking Dead, so he doesn't fucking die. He's going to keep going and haunting me. Basically, what, what he's seeing, what Morgan's seeing is all these ghosts haunting him. That's, Morgan is that to me right now. He will not fucking leave me alone. He will not. Es- I can't escape him. I can't get away from him. He's my grudge. I just can't fucking get rid of the fucking man. It is, it is goddamn draining. And I'm looking at my notes right now on how many I have left of this episode. And this is going to be a long one. I fucking apologize. I don't want it to be. But I have to get into so much shit in this episode. Because the ending. Oh my god, the ending. What happened in this ending here? Let's just move on. Um, they, they, again, they have the map that Dwight gave them. I mentioned in the last episode. That's going to say where the saviors are going to be. So they're like following it around. And then they kill those guys that, that we just saw leave. I, I didn't see that blue-haired guy. I'm assuming it was the same group of people. The episode did almost no work on that. Didn't really tell you. I, I don't know. I was assuming. But they kill him. They kill these guys. And then Negan's looking around. He finds maps in other guys' pockets. Maybe they killed a separate group and they found the real maps. I don't know. Uh, again, they don't really tell you. And then Rick gets on the walkie-talkie. And then he finds out it's a trap in a very non-dramatic way. He's like, you were right. It was a trap. It was all a lie. It was a setup. Over and out. And I was like, oh, that was fucking exciting. Couldn't you have like a big reveal or, you know, Negan shows up where they think they're going to be, where they think all the Rick's guys are going to be. And they're like, ah, uh, oh, they're not here. And then they get surrounded or something. No, it's just, you were right. You were right. It it was a trap. Let's not do that thing anymore. Now that we're 15 minutes into the episode, therefore ruining all tension for the rest of the episode. Over and out. What's that? You have to, Rick, you have to hold the button when you want to talk. And he, just, he fucks it up. I, 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 I just, it just didn't work. It just doesn't work. This whole fucking episode doesn't work. Uh, f- so Negan heads out to go attack Rick for the big war. And it's like this weird road trip, road trip feel. They're like, Negan's in the passenger seat. I, I don't know if he's driving. Who fucking cares? And then Gabriel and Dwight are in the back of the, the car. Gabriel does a fucking... Oh, Eugene's driving, I think. Or he's in the back seat. I don't fucking know. It doesn't fucking matter. These characters in the car. Father Gabriel does like a goddamn rollout. Because some, the driver had to stop or swerve because of zombies in the road. So the car slowed down a little bit. So Gabriel does a fucking tuck and roll out. A little somersault. And then Eugene chases him down in the woods. And he's about ready to fucking kill him for some fucking reason. Or he's acting like he's going to kill him. We don't really know. Uh, which is the entire uh, synopsis for Eugene this entire season or last season or whenever. And then, I, I don't know what this note means. It says Pollock's hitting sticks. I don't, I don't know. Oh, that's that's my real life. My dog was hitting some sticks. Okay. Oh, oh, that's what it means. I just figured it out. Wow. It literally just says Pollock's hitting sticks. It was because Father Gabriel's blinded. He has an asshole vision, if you remember correctly. He has the, the, the vision of through some guy's butthole. And then he's running around. He's running the, the, the trees. And I was like, it reminded me of my dog who was blind at the time. Now he's, he's since passed on. I had to put him down. But he was blind. And there's these thin little poles out in the yard. Thin little poles are like lanterns that are, uh, you know, sun, sun activated. I don't think that's the word for it. <laughs> They're solar powered. Sun activated sounds a lot better. Sounds, sounds more expensive. But uh, he would somehow constantly run into them. They are in, alone in the middle of a big field. And he would just go and hit it. And I'm like, dude, it's like he's purposely hitting them. Like, if his goal was to hit all of them, he was, he was succeeding. But he, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how he did it. He's blind. He, but he hit them exactly every single time. Like, one, two, there's four of them. He would just go around in order and hit them. And I'm like, how do you, how? It's, it's, it's actually 
impressive that you're hitting them because they are so small in the middle of this yard. I, I, the fact that he did that was amazing. Uh, I just wanted more chance to talk about Pollux. He was in my notes. I didn't understand what that meant until right now. Anyway, um, everyone piles out of the car and starts running after Father Gabriel, but somehow only Eugene arrives and, and catches him alone. And he's just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking kill you. Fucking fuck you. And he's not really saying fuck you. but And then fucking Negan shows up out of nowhere. And then they punch uh, Gabriel and they drag him along. Who fucking cares? Blah, blah, blah. And, and then suddenly, and then suddenly, we're in the last, we're in the war. It is so fucking out of nowhere. Because it cuts from that to... Rick's guys all walking around this fucking giant field where it looks like they would do like a, a, a renaissance festival or like a, a civil war reenactment field. It was so fucking stupid. It, the setting of this last scene of the big all-out war was so fucking stupid. It was so quickly put together, not thought out, had no dramatic tension to it at all. It was so goddamn quick and in the middle of a vast field, like a, like, a, like a hill. And it was just so not interesting to look at. They could have had like cars and they had like a fucking action sequence. So like they're ducking and weaving between cars and like buildings. And, and then it leads to a field. And, and I don't know, something, goddamn something. I, I, mm, oh, I hated it. I hated it. I'm going to leave a moment of silence there for this show because it was so, it was, uh, there's no way you could watch that and go, wow, that was, that felt really just, that felt like what I was looking for. This what this scene was really setting up an entire fucking scene. scene I'm sorry. The entire fucking season is leading up to this exact moment. The better part of two seasons is leading up to this moment with a final epic battle and they waltz out into a field, and it looks like they're playing. It looks like they're playing characters. It, look, it really looks like a reenactment because they're all wearing fucking hockey pads and like different uniforms, and none of it looks like a goddamn war. There's almost no murder. There's almost no shooting. There's almost nothing. Like there's some shots. Like uh, I was like before this, even when I was writing my notes in real time, I'm like, I'm guessing Eugene made faulty bullets. I fucking called it. I, all the bullets explode in the in the the savior's faces. And then fucking Gabriel punches Negan in the face, and I laughed out loud for 20 seconds. And when I was rewatching this to get prepared for this, I rewatched the whole fucking episode. I sat there and watched the whole thing. I, I was like, I read my note, and I'm like, he punches him. All right, I know that's coming up. And it happened again, and I still fucking laughed for a while because he punches the shit out of Negan. And then Negan gets up and hits him again, but that time wasn't as funny. But uh, the uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, there's some fucking so much going on here that is all so stupid. Um, at one point, the who the fuck yells this line? Oh, the the one girl, the one uh, savior lesbian. She goes, "He did this. Get him!" Talking about Eugene, and then Eugene pulls a gun and frantically kills her. And then he's like in a fight with them, and Rosita sees all this, so she knows that he's the one. You know, Eugene's really on their side. She feels guilty. She, you know, and they all start. I can't even keep track of the characters like when they're doing this. Um, because I because Dwight was here. Dwight was here a moment ago, and then Negan was gonna kill him. And then all of a sudden the bullets exploded and then all of a sudden he's gone and then fucking Daryl vanished and they come up later in the episode. But I'm like, where the fuck are they doing all this shit? All this shit is happening at once and, and none of it's interesting and I can't keep track of it. They're all spread the fuck out. And it's just like so discombobul discombobulated and none of it feels cohesive and none of it really feels satisfying. I'd say it feels 15% satisfying. You're like, oh, that was, that was something. But it's like, it just felt like it felt like they cut out 
45 minutes of battle sequences. It really feels like it was heavily edited because it's shorter than a normal episode for some fucking reason. Or at least the episodes previous. It is fucking short. If any, if any episode needed a, a double episode or like an extra 15, 20 minutes, it would be this one with their fucking war. The thing I kept mentioning before that they're saving money on, the thing I kept going, oh, that, that CGI looks like shit because they're saving money for their epic war. Here it is in the middle of a fucking field. The only CGI or money they spent on that was maybe deleting some planes in the sky because of a big field or some cars in the background or some kid flying a kite in the background. That's the only thing they could have spent money on because it sure as shit wasn't special effects. It is so fucking lame and underwhelming. It, it is, it's infuriating. I have to take a drink of water because I'm getting fucking mad. I'm losing my voice. I'm losing, losing my voice, guys. All right, I'm refreshed. I'm refreshing. I'm back and I'm calming down. And I'm calming down. And then Morgan is back to knocking people out of, again because of fucking Jesus. Goddamn Christ. Uh, well, well, not Jesus Christ, but Jesus the character in the show. Um, Goddamn Christ, why do we have to watch this? Fuck. This ends for stabbing zombies. This ends for the living. Knock them out. Eh, eh, eh. And now you're back to this pussy. Have fun with this again, audience. Uh, fucking characters go... Tara goes back to... Uh, help out or kill some guys or, or do something and all the all the saviors that stay behind at the hilltop go with her and then they're about to get ambushed and all of a sudden the fucking woods lesbians show up and they're using Molotov cocktails on the saviors Aaron's leading the fucking war and I'm like this is the battle of five fucking armies only only I knew what was happening more in, in The Hobbit which is saying a lot because I had almost no idea what was happening in The Hobbit it's too much going on for me to focus so I'm just like it's all CG and it's all from afar and I'm like I, I can't I don't know what I'm looking at I don't know what I'm looking at, it, it, but it's just like all these fucking little factions fighting, and I'm like, okay, okay, but it feels like they're all completely separate with their own idea of what's happening in the war, with no battle plan, and somehow they win in, like with, with a swiftness that is so undeserved for how much planning they didn't do. It is ridiculous how little planning there is. This fucking army shows up out of nowhere with no. They weren't even supposed to be there. They just show up and they're like, like they like they had this planned out for fucking year. Like they've been working on this plan really hard, but it was a spur of the moment. Fuck it. Here's Aaron. Let's go with him. Let's just let's just do this shit. Fuck this. Fuck this fucking episode. And it's a Greg Nicotera episode. It, the shots are fine. Everything's fine. It's just a fucking sack of shit episode. It really is. It's it's the first Greg Nicotera episode I could say I don't like. It was just so, it has some stuff I like in it, but overall, the fucking final war, fuck you. No, it wasn't. It was such a, such a letdown. Anyway, Negan runs off after all this. Rick chases him down. It's an obvious reference to Heat. He's chasing him through a field. Only Heat's, Heat's a great movie, and this, this episode's a sack of shit. But Negan runs up on a tree. And then Negan, Rick shoots after him, and then he hits like a fucking. Some, there's like some. There's a tree with two big ass things of like shitty Art Deco glass hanging up, and then Rick hits one of them, and it doesn't even shatter. That's how thick this glass is. And I'm like, why the fuck is this hanging there? And then Negan, they get in a fight, and then Negan tears Rick's stomach open apparently. And then they start to fight, and then Rick gets, Rick's on the ground, and Negan's standing up above him, about ready to kill Rick, and Rick's like, we can still live like Carl said, like Quarles said, we can still do it, we can still do it, and then fucking Negan starts crying, like, like hard, and I'm like, why is, why is he, what, what, why the fuck's he crying, and then Rick stands up, and is like, we can still do this, well, come on, man, we can still get out of this, we can do this together, and then slices his throat, slices Negan's throat wide the fuck open, and then Negan falls down, 
And then he's just like, look what you did. Carl didn't know a damn thing. And then falls over. And I was like, something was cut there. Something happened in this scene that they cut out. I could almost fucking guarantee it. Or, or sorry, Greg, I'm about to say this. Or it's so shittily directed that it looked like you're missing a major sequence. Either way, shame on you. What the fuck happened? And I rewound it and I watched it and I was like, what the fuck was cut? Something was something's missing right there. It is so clunky and awkward. What the fuck happens? It is so bizarre. The whole episode's like this. I, I, it just felt rushed. It was like we're gonna we're gonna slowly march toward this war. Slowly, slowly, slowly up to episode sixteen, and then here we go. Here we go. Here's episode sixteen. It's over. Ah, what the fuck? And then moving on. I was like, Jesus Christ! I didn't even get to enjoy that. It's. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. Uh, fucking Rick does a speech. Rick does a speech of this is how we can... And he's, he, or, he orders Negan to be saved. Sadiq runs in. And everyone's like outraged. Maggie loses her shit, obviously, because he killed Glenn. She wanted her revenge. No, he does a speech. And he's like, we're going to move on. Anyone who wants to you know, live less way, we're going to put you down. Anyone who wants to work in a community, you know, you're in the right spot. And there's like this massive, massive swarm of zombies in the background. They don't ever zoom in on, so you don't ever get the feel, the impending doom that they are. It's all in the background. They spent zero dollars on it. It's so, again, this is what I'm saying. Instead of like showing the zombies, because the whole scene is like, we're fighting them. Those are the things we're supposed to be fighting, not each other. And that's when you cut to the massive swarm of zombies. But instead, they're in the background. And I really was like, are those zombies or are those trees? Can we hear them? Can we can we see them? Can we do anything? How do you not show them? It's the whole fucking point of the scene. It's the entire fucking point of the scene. Show the goddamn zombies. Because they mentioned them twice at, at this point. At this point, they mentioned them twice. And it's like, you ever seen one that big? A, a group that big? And it's like, nope, never have. So we know that's coming. Are they the whisperers? Are the whisperers in this? I, I don't know. From the comics? I, I don't know. We don't get to fucking see them. They didn't zoom in at all. They didn't show them. It's just, I get, that's what I'm saying. The whole fucking episode, the whole the whole thing felt so rushed and, and not thought about. It just was like, we'll, we'll finish here on this hill, and then that's it. You want to get a, like an insert shot of all these zombies? Nah. Fuck it. People know what they are. They'll, they'll know what they are. Oh, don't you want to like get the feeling of how massive this crowd is? Nah. You want to you wanna zoom in a little bit on this crowd? No. No. You're missing the point of this. We want to get this over with. We don't care about our audience. That that's must be that must be what's happening. I can I can think of no other explanation. <sighs> uh, Morgan hands in his hockey pads to Carol, and then proceeds to walk away. And thank fucking Christ, because he 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 leaves the goddamn show at this point. He's back later in a moment, but he's he's missing his hockey pads. He's like, give those to Henry. I think it's a little kid's name, little little uh, psychopath kid. It's like they were his brothers. And I was like, you're just wearing his hockey pads the whole time? Okay. Um, the fucking, we, we see uh, the hilltop, and then Whisper Savior walks up to Maggie, and he's like, I was thinking, you know, I know how to build things, and I saw that book, that fucking book that those le- those van lesbians gave you. I can build things. I can help out. And she's like, okay. And then walks away, and he's like, yeah, she's flirting with me. I was like, that, that, didn't, that scene didn't work either. It wasn't terrible, but can, can Maggie talk? Is she monosyllabic now as well? Why? Why are her and Daryl going down and in, in in 
lines that their lines of dialogue have just like descended so goddamn quickly like a fucking plane just falling out of the sky is losing altitude it is ridiculous and then uh if you have fucking daryl and dwight i mentioned that they left because they just went somewhere they were just, they stopped being in the scenes in the war and then they they pull over and then daryl walks marches dwight out into the woods Miller's Crossing style. Only Miller's Crossing is an amazing episode, and this this ep- is an amazing movie. And this episode's a, a pile of shit. And then um, he lets he, he is he, Dwight's like, "You're gonna kill me. I get it. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a, I know it. I know it. I get it." And then then he starts pleading like, "Don't just don't. Why you gotta kill me out here in the woods? Come on, look in your heart." Uh, it's Miller's Crossing as well. I don't. I should stop comparing this to that movie because that movie's awesome. John Turturro's amazing in that scene, but this one doesn't work. He lets Dwight go, and he's like, "Here, it's, it's, get out of here." Throws him some keys. Do never come back. Okay. And then Daryl's like, "Then Dwight goes, do you want a lozenge? Do, do you? No, I, I, I'll, I'll go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should. I really should leave. Um, no, I'm just gonna go." And he walks away, and fucking, that's the end of that. That's the end of that. As far as, you know... Oh, I guess we do see Der- Dwight again. But uh, this episode just keeps going. Do you, I have so many notes left that still happen in this episode. This is all after the war. What the fuck? What the fuck? This is how quickly they got the war out of the way. It, it's, I'm so goddamn mad. Uh, my next note was that whole final fight scene was so shitty and quick. And I'm, apparently I wanted to reference it again. Morgan shows up at the fucking trash lady place at the compound and he's like knocking on the door. He's like, I'm a friend of Rick's. Let me in. And she opens the door and then she lets him in. And he's like, Rick wanted me to let you know that you're invited back to uh, Alexandria and uh, you don't want to be, al- you don't want to be alone in this world. Everything's about people. You need to be around people. She's like, all right, I'll go. You coming with me? And he goes, no, I need to be alone and, and not around people. I was like, motherfucker, motherfucker, take your own advice. Although, Maybe he should just stay there. If he stayed there and that he never left, he became like a weird Yoda of the trash dump. That'd be great. That would be great. Only Yoda Yoda dies. Can we kill this guy? Can we kill Morgan? Apparently, Jadis's name, Jadate's name, is Anne. I, I guess that's her fucking name because she because she, she mentions it. Uh, I'll bring it up because she mentioned it. Apparently, it's fucking ex- so exciting. We have to all know that. If, if she's not Alpha. This actress is born to play Alpha from the Whispers in the comic. Who are they going to get to play that? Because she was perfect. She'd be perfect for that. Anyway, um, Dwight shows up at the last place he saw his wife where he let her go last time. Um, He finds a note that says D, and he opens it up, and it says Honeymoon with, like, the infinity symbol below it. And he starts to smile and laugh, and I got a little, I'll admit, I, like, I got a little choked up. I don't know why. I don't know why. I was so desperate. (laughs) It's just so funny because it's true. I really did. And I was like, oh, she's still alive. They're going to find... I like Dwight. Again, it's the moments where they focus on the characters and how they feel. He doesn't say a word here. But they focus on how he feels. And it, and it worked. It's all it takes for me. It's, I'm literally not asking for much. Do you realize that? This is, this is what it took. He read a note. Said nothing. Nobody said anything. Some music playing. He saw that and smiled and like... Was like, yeah, she's alive. And that's all it took for me. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, okay, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't, take, it doesn't take much for me. Can we, how do you fuck up? And they're still fucking up and not giving, us, not giving us anything from these characters the rest of, most of the time. 
I'd say 95% of the time, they're not giving us anything for their characters. Because this is all it fucking takes for me. Anyway, it's so funny just thinking back how little happened there. And I, and I got choked up. Anyway, um, and then yay, more fake drama with Maggie and Jesus. Because they're back at the hilltop. And then, and then uh, Maggie is talking to Jesus. And, and even though Jesus was the one that is, is like this severe pacifist. Because his name is goddamn Jesus. But he's like, Maggie, Maggie starts talking about like, he was wrong to let you know Negan live. We're gonna we're gonna prove him wrong. We're gonna make sure he's wrong, and but we're gonna bide our time, right? And then Jesus is like, "That's right." And then Daryl shows up and he's like, "And they're like, that's right, Daryl. That's exactly right. Could have went without all the racisms in there, but that's that's exactly right, Daryl." And he's like, "This was racist." And you're like, it's all right, you know, times are changed, times have changed, race doesn't so much matter. Really still focusing on the race talk in there, Daryl, but I'm glad you're on our side. So that whole scene with Daryl apologizing to Rick is thrown out the window. Um, the whole scene about Jesus, um, you know, being a pacifist and, and not wanting uh, Morgan to kill anybody, that's thrown out the window. And it's just a storyline that they're setting up for next season for no fucking reason. I get why Maggie would be obsessed about this and, and upset and obsessed. I didn't speak wrong. I just wanted to use both words. I, I get why she would be a little angry about it. I really do. Uh, but these two people, the fuck? Why the fuck? Why the fuck are, are they involved with this at all? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It's just, it's just there to set up fake drama for next season. Holy fucking shit. Rick and Michonne uh, wake up Negan and they tell him why, why they let him live and why he's alive. And like, we're going to prove you wrong. We're going to show you. You're going to see how, how things can change, how things should be, that you were wrong and you're a fucking asshole and, and fuck you, dad. And I'm going to prove the, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to prove the world wrong. I'm going to be a big famous celebrity with all this money and like hot chicks around. Fuck you, dad. And, uh, the whole the music during this episode, during this scene especially, is just wrong. It is just wrong. I, I can't explain it. It's just go back and rewatch it, and uh, you will see how fucking wrong it is. None of it matches. It's just, again, the whole episode just felt like they th slapped it together in a hurry. They, they, they only had half the footage when they edited it, like a trailer. And they're like, fucking, we'll, we'll come up with something. Make something out of that. Like, did they drop the fucking... Did like was there like an explosion and they lost half their half their footage? What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened in this fucking episode? It's so goddamn sloppy and rushed. I I hate this episode. For the most part, I don't know what that means. I don't know why I said that. I just there's some stuff I like in it. Like obviously I talked about Dwight. It's not fucking terrible when you're watching it, but when you think about it afterward, you're like, that was fucking it. The battle scene, you're like in the moment, you're like, this is fucking weak. This feels like a like a like a student film. It's so fucking stupid and bad looking. But the rest of the episode, you're like, oh, that, yeah, that doesn't really work, does it? Afterwards, but in the moment you're watching, you're like, yeah, that's okay. But after now that I'm done again and I've seen it twice, it's fucking it's a bad episode. It really is. It's not as infuriatingly bad as some of the other ones, but it's just as their big epic conclusion does not work. Anyway, I'm just going to finish up, and then I'll start talking about the episode as a whole. Gabriel sounds, he's in the church, and he's just like, you left me alive for a reason. For a reason, yeah. Now I know the path you want me to follow. Now I get it. And I'm like, is he sounding crazy so that we have another villain for next season? What the shit is happening? What the shit? I feel like they're creating, like, superhero or super villain backstories. 
And now next season, Maggie and Gabriel are going to be super villains. What the fuck is happening in this in this ending? Is he going to lead? Is he going to lead like a religious coup, like in the mist, like uh, Marsha Gay Harden in the mist? That was infuriating and, and very realistic how that would happen. They they go from like follow, like thinking this lady's crazy to suddenly like killing people with cans, like cans of like soup. In 20 minutes in that movie. And I feel like that's what's going to happen in this. He's going to lead like a fucking religious coup against Rick. And then Maggie's going to lead a fucking coup with with the, the strange cast of characters. And it's just going to be like, Rick against the world. They're all going to kill Rick. They're, each each faction's going to hold an arm and a leg of Rick like one at a time and just pull him apart. That's how Rick's going to die on fire. They're going to set him on fire and then they're going to rip him apart. And it's going to be like fucking brutal. That would be the only way I would forgive the show for its past atrocities. That would be it. If they did that, something that badass with Rick's death, I would be like, holy shit, they're not fucking around, are they? But no, they're not going to do it. They're going to do something stupid. I think I'll have an episode where I, I predict, make my predictions for season nine like I normally do. I hope they have a 900 episode where they do behind the scenes, but probably not, not for this episode. Uh, I don't know. And then Rick, Rick writes a letter to his son who's dead, so why write a letter to him? I don't know. It's a really lazy letter to it's really fucking stupid. He's like, we're going to build up this world. And I'll, you know, Judith is going to be safe just like you were. And we're going to, we're safe. And she, she's going to be safe. And I'm going to be safe. And safe's going to be safe. And I'm, I'm going to double down on that safety for safety's sake. And, and God damn it, I'm going to name my next child safe. Safe and McSafeerson. It's just the laziest letter ever. And uh, uh, here's the sad thing. At the end of this episode, the second time, I literally had the thought... Because of all, all the ending is better than I'm making it sound. The, after the war, it's better than I'm making it sound right now. Because the second time I went around, I was like, "Man, I'm kind of excited to see where this goes." And then I was like, "Oh my god, did I just say that again?" This show does this to you. The first episode, the last episode of the season are like, "Whoa, I can't wait to watch next season." And then first episode next season, you're like, "Oh man, here we go." And then it's just 14 turds in a row. And then one good episode. It's just, a, it's on fucking repeat. It, 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 they did it to me again, but this time I caught it. This time I caught it mid-sentence. I was like, I'm really excited to see where this goes next. Oh, no, 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 no. I've been down this road before. No, no, no. Not falling for this again. Fuck you, AMC. Not doing it. Not getting excited. Do not do this to me again. You are an abusive boyfriend, and I have learned my lesson, okay? Troy, I am leaving you. I'm serious. My, my shit is in my truck. I'm going to leave, and I'm not coming back. Oh, what? You... You went to anger management classes, and you're you've been you've been sober for twenty minutes now. Oh my god! I, my, my mom said you could never do that. You know what? Let's let's get my let's get my pajamas out of the car and you know, out of my truck, and let's let's come back in let's come back in inside to talk about it. Okay, okay. All right. And then cut to cut to Troy beating the shit out of me. This show's an abusive boyfriend. It, it is. It beats you, and you don't want to leave it. Because you feel like it's important, you feel like you can't do any better, and you feel like it's just, it, it can change though, it can change, it can totally change, your parents are wrong, it's going to change, society's wrong, they're locking him up in jail all the time because they're jealous of him, but he can change, he can totally change, oh my god, oh, change is in his future, I read his fortune cookie and it said change is in his future, <laughs> and uh, I read yours and it says uh, bruises, bruises, and more bruises are in your future. Uh, when you get punched in the eye so hard, he's gonna he's gonna punch you in both your eyes, and then you're gonna see butthole vision like Gabriel does. Uh, fuck, fuck this, fuck this goddamn show, fuck this show, put it down. This show is The Walking Dead at this point. It's dead. It's dead and it's still on the air, and they just they just don't realize it. They're still looking for your fucking brains, just eating, munching on your brains, 
because eventually you don't have any. Uh, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with this fucking show. I'm I'm contractually obligated. Oh no, can't can't speak. I'm contractually obligated. Oh, I'm so upset. Why can't I say this word? <laughs> what is happening to my brain? I am contractually obligated to finish up, uh, however long it goes, and I'm going to slow down and speak like this so I can say my words correctly. I will I will do fear the walk. No, I will do fear the Walking Dead. I I'm getting so upset right now. I can't speak. I'm going to do fear the Walking Dead. Okay, back to seriousness. I'm going to do fear the Walking Dead season four. Um, I I do like that show a lot. I hope they kill Morgan uh, brutally. I don't think they do, but I, I hope they do. Um, I will be back for season nine of this show, uh, regrettably, and uh, against my will. But the show's going to change. The show's going to change. Uh, but, you know, it's it's a. Uh, by then, it'll be a few months sober. Uh, my, I won't have watched it for a while. I think it's back in a, in a couple months here. Well, let's see when the next episode debuts, episode 901. We're looking at October 7th. That is uh, August, September, uh, two months. Two months from the day, about uh, nine weeks. Okay, okay, gives me time. Gives me time for the, bru- the eye bruisings to go down. Um, I won't be clumsy again and fall down the stairs. <laughs> um, I, pr- I promise, I promise Walking Dead. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll be back to watch it, and I'll be back and all excited, and I hope they fucking tear Rick apart and light him on fire and tear him apart, and, then, and, and that's how they end it. No, nothing against him, nothing against the actor, nothing against the character. I just think it'd be badass if they did something that fucking extreme. And you're like, oh my god, why? And then good luck with that shit. But I'm going to have a whole, a whole episode here about my season 9 predictions and with all, all the shit they set up. I don't want to waste any more time here. I'm already at 37 and a half minutes. Good god. I'm sorry it went so long. It's the it's season finale. Final thoughts, real quick. Fuck, fuck this as the ultimate finale. Fuck this as the war, the, the all-out war. This is the culmination of the all-out war. Fuck you for that. I will never forgive you for this. It was so goddamn weak. It's so quick and, and felt like they were just like, fuck it, let's get it over with. I'm like, you were marching toward this for seasons. Fuck you. It just felt so goddamn lame. That's all I can really say. It was on a hill. It was the least exciting setting for it. And then the other exciting setting of a tree, and they're like, this tree's not exciting. Let's hang some pieces of glass from it that are colorful. And then there we go. That's our fucking ultimate, that's where the battle is. Fuck you for that forever. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Go to liwstudios.com. Check out the shows. YouTube.com slash LoitingWonderland. LoitingWonderland at gmail.com. So long, citizens. Fuck you, AMC. Fuck you. You will feel my wrath. You will feel my wrath. You were supposed to be the one. It was supposed to be you. You will feel my wrath. I'm sorry.